You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, it's Lauren, Education Editor at Campus Review. Australia may be the third most popular destination for international students, but what do they actually think about us? I spoke with Lyndall Jacker, the Head of Research at IDP Education, to talk about a survey which looked at this. I was wondering overall where Australia stands in relation to comparable countries and if this has changed since previous years? So Australia, I mean, it's perceived positively across those five key drivers that we look at of affordability, quality of education, safety, graduate employment opportunities and welcoming visa requirements. Now, we've seen very little change since last year, though Australia did move forward in terms of being being seen as more safe. Um, So while Australia doesn't lead um, on any of those attributes, it's still well placed. Um, It's still sitting in a positive position, whether it's, you know, it's second or third. So... I just you look at that and say across all attributes, we sort of we're sitting there in a very good space from an Australian brand perception amongst international students. You also looked at the way in which uh, prospective or actual international students interacted with universities online, and you identified two main modes of interaction: uh, cautious clickers and carefree chatterers. If you could just very quickly explain those and talk about perhaps which one was the prevailing one and whether that has any flow-on effects. The cautious clickers, I'd say in summary, they've got a stronger preference towards more personalised support by human interaction. And they made up about 37% of our student sample that we surveyed. And then we've got the carefree chatters. So they're, they're a larger proportion of our chatter, of, of the sample of 63%. And they don't tend to differentiate between offline and on, online. For them, it's all about utilising all the available channels to achieve their goal. So for the carefree chatters, it's really just making sure that you have, it's that whole omni-channel presence in being able to engage with them when and how they want to. It's, it's having the choice on their terms. Whereas the cautious clickers, you know, it's a little bit more, they are looking for that human interaction or a single point of contact. So it's really thinking about how do you have that point of engagement, particularly when they're at that decision-making stage of their international student journey. Overall, you found that uh, people still prefer to rely on personal recommendations as opposed to random online reviews. How did you come to that finding? Was that just part of the survey? It wasn't really a preference of one over the other. What we're really finding is it's more about they're utilising all available channels. So, yes, they're going online and they're reading reviews, um, but what we also find is in addition to that, it's that validation. And, you know, that comes from interaction. So we often say they're reading all, you know, there's so much material out there online and they can access it their ways, but then they also want to seek that validation to a personal connection. And whether that be someone they know in the study country or, or through other international students. So they're wanting to, you know, gain that, seek that trust and a trusted advice from someone they know or someone who, people like them, someone who's also been through that experience. Um, 
One of the issues that seemed to be reported uh, for Australia was the difficulty in international students gaining jobs. Is that something that universities can address or is that more of a government initiative? It's a whole of sector approach. It's how we all, you know, whether it be an institution, city, national level of how we all work together, ensuring, a, you know, the experience for students that they can have the opportunity to work, ability to work part-time. It feeds into that they're paying you know, a significant amount of money for tuition and their living costs. So it's, again, how we bring all those factors together. It's not easy, but, again, it really does require... There's no single answer. It's a whole-sector approach. Based on the results of this survey, are there any lessons that Australian universities can learn? I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's an incredibly competitive environment. You know, we can't become complacent. We've still got to promote Brand Australia, um, making sure that our perceptions, you know, it's still strong, that people know us, um, and that, you know, at the end of the day, We've got students, you know, they're seeking both a quality education, but they're also looking at where their outcomes are and that we're preparing them for success in the future world of working. So it really is keeping up with what, what students' needs are and making sure that we stay ahead of the game because it is just an incredibly competitive um, environment out there globally. Is there anything I haven't covered that you would like to add? I think it really comes down to that we know, you know, today's students are digital natives um, and we think that they may want to do everything online, but I think we still can't lose sight of just that importance of human connection. This is a massive decision that they and their families make and they're looking across multiple channels in how do they validate and find this information, make that decision and ensuring that we provide or we have those channels available for them to interact in the way that they want to, whether it be offline or online. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Lauren.